It's time for Golf DMV, highlighting golf in D.C., Maryland, Virginia, and anywhere else they travel. If you love golf and like to laugh, Golf DMV is your place. This ain't your stuffy, snobby, boring golf show. It's Golf DMV. Welcome, everybody, to Golf DMV, brought to you in part by Cache Spine Sports, conveniently located in Silver Spring. You can go to our website, golfdmv.com, find out more about Dr. Smith there. Vernon Brown, uh, no relation to Charles Brown, by the way, who will make an appearance later on. He is the boss golfs on uh, Instagram and Twitter. We'll talk to him a little bit later on in the show. LB also uh, in the uh, Golf DMV virtual studios. Lots of stuff to talk about. I mean, um, you know, I don't know if you guys uh, watched any of the LPGA this past week. Weekend. I was like mesmerized. I watched. I didn't watch any PGA golf. All right. I did was watch the Diamond Resorts with wow. uh, the LPGA. It was. I mean, Danielle Kang, Jessica Corda, Natalie Corda, um, KK. Uh, who else was, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, well, let's get the show Quarter, back on Quarter. track. Jeez, not the KKK bomb this early in the show. Mark Brooks, ladies and gentlemen, for your listening pleasure. Yeah, you know, Gabby Lopez. I mean, the the golf that was being played by not just the ladies, but by a lot of the celebrities in the celebrity field, really, really good. Aaron Hicks, center fielder for the Yankees. Uh, with oh Cheyenne goodness. Woods on the bag, I mean, he is a long hitter. And it was funny mm-hmm. because Gabby Lopez made a comment saying, you know, I'll be honest with you. She said, it. She said, honestly, sometimes it can get a little frustrated. Like when, when you're a pro, you're doing this thing, and some of these celebrity guys who are athletes come out and they just bomb it. You know, they're right. hitting that driver I, you know. 310. And, <laughs> yes. and, and then you give it everything he got, 265 or 285. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, uh, and, and, but uh, I, I believe she said, you know, you, you kind of laugh at it and have fun. Um, but you just continue to play your game. You don't really pay attention to what, you know, to what, what they're doing or anything like that. It was also good to see Annika Sorenstam, by the way, also playing in the celebrity field. She still has game. And it's so funny. She was near the top of the leaderboard in the celebrity game, um, you know, but she's she's older, you know what I mean? But she still has game, you know, you know what I mean? And so I, I would have loved to see her play in that being the young Annika, but if that was the young Annika, she'd be playing with the LPGA kicking their butts because yeah. it's, it's it's their version. I think of the of all the pat, of the winners from the last right. year or so playing, yeah. which is why Cheyenne Woods is on the bag for Aaron and exactly. not playing it herself because she didn't win last year. <laughs> but we'll leave her alone. We'll leave her alone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, barely played last year uh, there in 2020. So yeah, so Jessica Corda for I believe her sixth win on the LPGA tour beats Danielle Kang in the playoff. And let me tell you, those girls were playing, man. They, I mean, it was – and Nellie, too. I mean, it, it was so interesting to see because Nellie and Jessica kind of look alike. I mean, they're sisters, obviously. Apparently, they have a brother who's really who's, – who I believe is a professional tennis player. Um, so they kind of do that in sports. But, I mean, those girls can hit – and 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 Danielle was doing what she does. I like Danielle King, by the way. I mean, I do too. If you're looking for a face uh, or a, represent, uh, a representative of for the LPGA tour, I mean, because number one, she wins. You know what I mean? Yep. She's good, and her personality. I mean, she she yes. she gets it. She gets it in front of a camera and in front of a microphone. And so it was just it, it it was cool to see. And I think last year that same tournament had a playoff. Uh, last year it was a three way playoff with MB Park. Gabby Lopez and one other player, maybe C, C. Kim or somebody. I don't know. Can't remember who it was, but Gabby ended up winning, but the playoff went so many holes. They had to finish it on the Monday. And so they're back at the same spot this past weekend and have a playoff. And uh, yeah, uh, Jessica Corda knocks in a long putt uh, for birdie on 18 yeah, yeah. And, 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 and wins it. I was, I mean, I was texting you guys like, are you guys, I didn't even watch, I didn't even watch the first part 
Uh, I guess it was the Tampa Bay Green Bay Green game, Bay or maybe game. it was the yeah. Kansas City. That's where I was. And and when Claude mm-hmm. texts, he texts the group like he said something. He was like, oh, "Y'all watching this?" And I'm like, oh, "Okay, I need to go check out this Dubai. Maybe I missed something right. in Dubai." And he said, "Quarter is out here dealing." I was like, "Oh, he's watching LP. <laughs> he's for real." So I had to go like I pulled it up on my. I had the the uh, Green Bay and uh, Tampa on the the big screen, but I had the, mm-hmm. the LPGA on the on the iPad. And um, I watched like maybe the last, uh, maybe like the last hour or, yeah, or whatever, yeah. last forty five minutes, something like that. It was pretty good. Yeah, so, man. Uh, they real were quick, can, can mm-hmm. I ask? I want to ask you guys. For, so the for the celebrity part, you know, our boy Maurice Allen got to play out there this weekend, and he had the Black Lives Matter. Uh, oh, the Diamond Resort. Yes, the, yes. He oh, did. Really? Go okay. to his Instagram and check him out. He, he had the Black Lives Matter done. Uh, mm-hmm. Four rounds. I'm gonna give you. I'm just, just have you guess. <laughs> four rounds. Uh, rounds in the eighties. Over or under two and a half rounds in the eighties? What, what would you say? So the half is there, so you, you can't. You can't uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over. He had three rounds yeah. in the eighties. Over. Yeah. Uh, uh, under. Under. Oh, two and really? Half. Sorry, yeah, Maurice, just, if you listen. Just, just two. Seventy nine. Seventy nine. Seventy nine. <laughs> well, actually, I mean, kind of. Eighty one. Seventy four. Seventy nine. Eighty three. So not 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 too bad. I mean the seventy four. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Almost. He came close with round with round two. That was the seventy nine. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. I shot seventy four one time. You can show it. You're Malise, same thing. Right. Same. I'm just saying. Um, I, I, don't put a, I don't put I a lot of weight in it. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, if man. I can do it, shit, well, anybody can do it. he finish, though? Because they were doing the stable fight. I didn't see him on the leaderboard at all. Yeah, no, he finished uh, tied 29th. Tied 29th. Okay. Out of I believe field. Annika finished above that. Yeah, I was gonna say she I, might be I, one of my favorite yeah. golfers of all time. By the way, because I mean, growing but, up, I mean, but she was dominating comp- the LPGA, but, but, but and I was that's like, not a fair comparison to him, though, Cloud. I mean, she she was a professional no, no, golfer, and she's you're right, still, you're right. still, you know, because that, that's like the same champion. Yeah, if, if she was to go against him in a long drive comp, I get it. Yeah, no, right, 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 right. Uh, just for anybody who's curious, Aaron Hicks finished six, and this is out of fifty three. Aaron Aaron Hicks finished six with a 77, okay. 71, 73, 69. So he yeah, can wow. he can he, hit he, he can dual sport. But apparently he yeah. grew up playing golf though. I didn't know that. and chose to go with with, with baseball. baseball. But oh, apparently he was wow. a pretty good player. So it's not like foreign <laughs> to him. Yeah. And oh, if yeah. you see this dude hit, <laughs> he was crushing the commentators. It's like he was just, doing a long drive yeah, competition. The commentators were just slobbering them. all over him. They were just they like, were. oh, let's see him pull the driver. Oh, he's got the driver. Let's see, watch him, watch him hit it. Oh, oh, look at this! Like, good lord, guys, honestly, fall back. Yeah, I mean, it's good and it get long, but please, Louise. Uh, and um, it, it, it was interesting because you know, on the 18th tee box, they would have they had a DJ there and he's playing music, whatever the players wanted. The LPGA players could could tell the DJ, "Hey, stop playing um, the music while I hit," but the celebrities right. would have it. The only um, I'm trying to think, the only person uh, that I saw from the LPGA that didn't want the music was Lexi Thompson. Um, she was. Hmm. She, she doesn't, surprise. doesn't surprise me. <laughs> right. Yeah, she's yeah. so daggone serious. On yeah. brand. Yeah, yeah. Forty three thousand. She won. Yeah. Seven, seven place finish. Uh, oh, Lexi finished seventh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, did we have any any numbers from that as far as the, the Olivia Millions? Or are we always skipping? I mean, we can skip no them. because that know. was a. Uh, a champion, champion. There's only right. 25 ladies in it, so I didn't, I didn't even do that. Right. No. 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 And none of the ladies. Well, Anna. The last place was Annie. Uh, Annie Park. Um, okay. Who is who is kind of hot? Um, she finished finished last, but uh, that's enough about that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I didn't watch any of the PGA. Did anyone watch? I mean, I know Tony I, well, I, C now yeah. disappointed LB. Yeah. Again. Um, 
I really feel, I mean, you know, I feel bad for the guy because he, he, he gets there and then he poops his pants every time. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, and he really did this time because it was one of those, like, 15 or something. He put it wasn't in the he order. Up? I'm like, come on, man. You can't wasn't he up that. two holes? Yeah, I mean, two he strokes? was tied. He was tied. Yeah, at okay. one point, he, they all, they went into the day tied. And right. he was up, I think, one or two strokes at one point, And then he... He, he gave it away. He gave it away. He hit it in the <laughs> he water. Went, he, he, oh, you said he hit it in the water on seven. Yeah, yeah, he hit it in the water. Um, yeah. I think like fifteen or something. His second shot, uh, whatever the par uh, was, a par five. He put it. He put it in the water. I mean, come on, man. Um, mm-hmm. But Patrick Cantley shot. I mean, he shot sixty-one, and mm-hmm. and I, I mean, he deserved to win because he shot sixty-one on 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 Sunday, yeah. but he ended up losing. You know, by one to uh, was a sun 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 Kim. Kim. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Yeah, your boy Ricky Fowler finished at uh, minus eleven. Uh, yeah, he won fifty eight thousand dollars. He actually made the cut this time, so that was yeah. Good. And I thought after the first round that he wasn't, because I think after the first round he was like tied for one forty something or one twenty something. And then in the second round, I'm looking and he's at twenty four, and I'm like, oh, okay. So Ricky decided to play in the second mm-hmm. round and and make a move. Um, yeah, so one th- one couple of things on. I did do a Manny Means for this one, but uh, on day three, I was watching and. Uh, Sun JM was a number nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hit his drive in the water, right? And you and you hear his him and the caddy talking. The caddy's like, "Hey man, come on, all right, let's put that behind us. Let's let's just knock one into the fairway and let's keep it moving. You know, go up there and try and save bogey, right?" Sun Jay's like, "No, no, I'm hitting. It again. I'm going for it again." Mm-hmm. Put another one in the water, oh. <laughs> right? When his caddy was his caddy was almost pleading with him. Come on, man! No, no. Let's just let's just go up here. You know, let's try no, and save bogey. No, please no, don't do this. No, no. And he 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 he, dis- he dis- get away, get, get away, get away, whatever. And he put a second one in the water. I like see. That's why you have caddies, man. And he, yeah. he, he didn't listen to him at all. And he paid the price for it. This too. brings up a great question. And I, and I didn't prep you guys for this. And it's okay. similar to what Vernon said and what LB said. Uh, oh, what Vern, with the question Vern had last week for us. Like, but, mm-hmm. but this is just not the same scenario where if, if you're losing it, you got the lead, but you, you're starting to fall off the rails. How would you get me back into my game? But if you were my, cat, if you were my caddy just now and mm-hmm. we're about to play around, Right. What would be some of the things you what do you what do you think you would have to be for me as my caddy? Just seeing the way I play now. Like what right. would you have to remind me of? How like what would be the, the, the thought process? If we need time, we could do many millions and we can even set this up for next week. Um, if we need time to think about this. Um, no, no, I think so. I, th- I think from having, <laughs> from having played with you, I pretty much got it. Uh, doesn't surprise me that verse like, no, I know exactly what I would tell you. That's exactly, <laughs> exactly what I would tell you. Um, really, uh, to be honest, would probably just be, because you 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 played pretty decent last year. I think the problem is just focus. So I would just be, mm-hmm. everything I would be doing would be just keeping you uh, mm-hmm. uh, focused. Stay and calm. if I can get you going. Are I think you paying you- attention to what you're doing right now? Like you're, I see you're about to putt. Right. Did you line everything up? Right. Exactly. You, practice slow down. Stroke. Slow down. Take a practice stroke. Yeah. Remember, Even if you don't want to practice, all the time. Remember? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I actually, I will keep repeating the mantra I told you about at the beginning of this year. Don't think I didn't forget either, because you you get them speed sticks, and everybody, <laughs> you're, not, you're not off the books yet. Five strokes coming off that handicap. 
but that's what I would tell you. I'd be like, hey, don't let this be one of the strokes. Because the thing is, once if you can get, I think if I can get Claude on a roll, once mm-hmm. he starts like get like two or three pars or a couple of good holes, then you don't have. That's when he gets quiet on the course when he's playing with us mm-hmm. normally, and he don't mm-hmm. want to hear nonsense and yucky ups. Yeah, and he'll be entertaining the conversation, and you'd be like, hey, ain't that right, Claude? You'd be like, yeah, uh-huh. cool. Who's, anybody hitting? Who's on the tee box? Right. Hurry up. <laughs> Hurry up. He's serious. So yeah, if I can so. get him on a roll, yeah, he'll, he'll lock in or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I, I do think feel like I'm a streaky golfer. Like once, like it, like if I get a couple, if I start so, off yeah. strong, mm-hmm. yes. if I start off bad. Uh, once I kind of get going, it's like yeah. okay, now I'm now I'm 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 kind of in overload. Okay, exactly, exactly. So if I can yeah. if I can start you good, just keep you locked in and focused for a couple of holes, then you can pretty much carry yourself the rest of the way, and it's pretty much we just have keep focus focused. issues. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, 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 he's exactly right. Because like okay. when you go up the putt, sometimes you just put the ball and you ain't, you ain't line nothing up, you ain't looked at nothing, you looked at the terrain, you just go up the green, hit the ball. I'm like, dude, stop! What are you doing? Right. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. I've made Lawrence uh, uh, upset several times with just my <laughs> lack of focus and just going. Up and putting and not even <laughs> I've literally hit a driver right. and Lawrence would say, No practice swing or nothing, huh? Or I'll put it like, Did you even look? Did you even try to read the green? You're just going up and hitting the ball, huh? That's why the Kim scenario will be great based on if you, you guys need to go back and listen to the episode we had with Coach Howard uh, um, uh, last week. And just listen to LB's answer about how he would caddy me. Because if I if I'm out there, I'm like, you know what, LB, I'm gonna go ahead and hit it. All right, go ahead. I could just I could just hear, especially now with the COVID nigga picking mics picking up everything, hitting bubbling his breath, go ahead hit the shot there, hit it in water. And he hits it in the water, and it's like, oh, oh, Brooks is throwing his bag off. He's walking away. He doesn't want right. I'm and going then, to Clubhouse, man. It's halfway, like down, halfway down the course, like they can't see what we're saying. And then you just hear laughs. Like, you effing up my money. <laughs> and he'll be in an interview. We say, if you're not going to listen to what I'm saying, then what am I here for? What am I here That's for? True. I'm, That's I'm, true. I'm here to put this caddy for him. And he's wasting my time <laughs> and costing me money. Why am I here? Mad as hell. <laughs> He'd be the best caddy interview uh, on the PGA Tour. Let's jump to Manny Billions before we get to Charles. All right. All right. So Manny Millions, uh, this week is... Maverick McNeely, he finished plus three. Uh, he won $13,600. Uh, Maverick is six foot one, 170 pounds, slight fellow, mm-hmm. 25 years old. He went to uh, what, I, what I'm going to dub the uh, PGA University, which I will, which is Stanford. Uh, he's okay. single, ladies, if you're looking for an eligible bachelor. He got, he's making some money here, too. Uh, he mm-hmm. lives in Vegas on top of that. All right, here we go, oh. fellas. Uh, by the way, he was highly touted coming out of school, too. Yeah, they thought he was going to be the next guy, but everyone thinks you're the next guy until you're on tour Mm -hmm. and you're not. Well, well, but this is his first year, so it's not it's not bad. I mean, some of these numbers not done yet. Yeah, Yeah, uh, so he turned he went pro in 2017. He went to the uh, Corn Ferry Tour, Mm -hmm. he joined the PGA in 2020. He okay, here you go, fellas, for for our guessing games here. He has zero wins. Zero uh-huh. second places, uh-huh. zero third places, but he has three top tens in okay. his rookie season. Okay, out of forty-seven events, he made thirty-one cuts. Ooh. Not bad, not bad for a rookie. <laughs> three top tens, okay. three top tens. I'm going to out say forty-seven events. He got he made thirty-one cuts. Okay, Mr. Maverick uh, Maverick McNeely mm-hmm. uh, is at four point five million dollars. Okay. Uh, three top tens. That's uh, I don't I don't know. I think it's I think it's under that. I'm gonna I don't know. I'd have him at like two one, two point one or something. Okay, one point seven seven million. Yeah, that's right. wins. Yeah, yeah, burn yeah. <laughs> wins yes. again. You're on a hot streak because a, yeah, yeah. a little bit, a little bit. Back on. So top. here's a, just a couple quick notes about uh Mr. McNeely. He is one of four sons. His brothers' names are Dakota, 
Colt Scott. Wouldn't you expect that, though, from a guy whose name is Maverick? Maverick like his brother's yeah. name, Colt. You know, uh, what's the other right. one? Dakota. Um, Dakota, yep. Uh, Dakota yep. and Scott. Mm-hmm. And Scott. And Scout, I'm oh, sorry. Scott, kind of the odd man out there. This Scout. Well, no, no, not really. Scout, oh. oh, Scout as in Scout, not Scout. Oh, oh Scout. 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 Scout oh, is, wow. Yes. McNeil, uh, Maverick, Scout. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So here's here's the here's the here's why this is is important, I guess. Okay. So all four were named after American cars, because their grandfather oh. worked in Detroit in the auto industry. Ooh, so Ford, okay. the Ford Maverick. And that's probably this is before y'all time. Yeah. I remember the Maverick because it was bit. out. Yeah, it was it was it wasn't a, it didn't last long. It was only out probably maybe five or six years. And they were like, oh, this is a dead. Brand, so they got Man, this is molded poorly for them now. Okay, keep going. <laughs> right, uh, the Dodge Dodge Dakota, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the right. Dodge Colt, mm-hmm. and the Jeep Scout. That's what he was named. That's what the other one was named by. Damn, that's four L's really, because not one of them cars. If, if you exactly, yeah. Plus, well, even Bentley. the Dakota the, was a pickup truck too, right? And then Corvette? it was like a midsize. It wasn't a full. It was like a midsize pickup truck. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. they yeah. one of the big ones. Make that no more. It's not even the yeah. Dodge Ram. It's the yeah, right, right. The Dakota now is an SUV in, in Dodge. Durango is maybe what you think. Durango, yeah, Durango, yeah, Durango, Durango. Yep, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. So they were all they all named after uh, loser vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Breaking down things beyond levels of scientific here on Golf DMV. Also, I should give you this update. Remember last week we were talking about was that on the show? We were talking about getting fitted for clubs, or was that in our little yes. in our text thing? Okay, uh, so I think it was both actually. Okay, so yeah. so we were talking. So every Every set of clubs, irons, and drivers that I have, I've gotten used to straight up off the rack, used, uh, you know, at Golf Galaxy or some other golf store or whatever, right? And so now I'm on this thing where it's like, no, I want to get fitted, and I'm going to get those, you know, and go through the whole thing this year to have irons and driver just, like, custom-made. So I forgot that I have this $100 gift certificate to Golf Galaxy. Oh, <laughs> and so I was uh... tempted, already tempted last weekend. I should see what irons they have over there in the used lefty <laughs> section. <laughs> do it, do it. And just throw everything that I said I was going to do away. Just throw it all away and go see what's there and try my hand this uh, this season with that. Oh, no. I thought you were going to no. say, like, go see what irons are there and then no. use money to pay for a fit. Oh, no. That would make sense. That would make sense. But my mind has been trained in being a loser at this game for so long that I don't even think <laughs> winning first. I think, I think oh, that's right, I've got this gift card. Oh, we, were just talk, we were just talking about concentration. See, yep. you already see? Done went off the tangent already. Uh, the, yeah. the plan that I was... I, yeah, see, I met with Mr. Brendan Horton last week, <laughs> and I talked to him about uh, this very subject, about everybody right. wanting to get fitted for clubs and this mm-hmm. and the other. And Brendan's like, yeah, we can make that happen. So we could all you know, work, how we're going to work these things out. Right. And uh, Brendan would, would do all that. He, and he does fit uh, Mizuno because I know Vern, that's one of his favorite brands. They got Mizuno's there. He can fit you for and whatever. I don't know what your favorite brand is Claude, but I'm sure he could Callaway. find something there. But I'll hit whatever, like. whatever he, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I like Callaway, but I'm done like whatever I, but I'm also going into it with no preference. Right. Like right. let's do yeah. some stuff. And then you tell me what's exactly. the best. Exactly. That's the best way to do it. Cause when I right. did the driver fitting, you know, 10 years ago, when I went, <laughs> I, I thought I wanted the, uh, at the time the tailor made whatever was out M two or three, maybe one by then 10 years ago. Right. Um, and I knew that's what I wanted. And I went in there. I couldn't hit the damn thing at all. So. <laughs> <laughs> just like yeah. he told you about the ping where he was like, yeah, you can just go and put that down. Right, exactly. Exactly. Don't waste your time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I've already given up on the plan that I was so sure about uh, last week. But I'm, I'm I'm going back to what we said. I'm going. I'm not. I'm going to get fitted. Okay. I'm getting, getting yeah, fit. but for I mean, seriously though, we need to just pick up. Uh, 
we need we can discuss it off off camera, of course, uh, <laughs> but uh, we can figure that out and we can uh, schedule that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll make that happen. Mm-hmm. So, um, so our special guest today, guys, uh, is Charles Brown Vernon. Uh, we started following him on Instagram a while back. Well, you be, you've been following him. Right. Uh, the Boss Golfs is his IG uh, and Twitter. Be sure to follow him. But he takes all these. He plays a ton of golf. You hear about it in the interview. He takes all these fabulous pictures and videos. And although, although his last name is Brown, he's not related to Vernon, but they have so much in common. And you hear a little bit about that in the interview, folks. All right, here he is, the Boss Golfs. Uh, Charles Brown on Golf DMV. It's Golf DMV. Charles, thank you so much for joining us on Golf DMV, man. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. Man, it's a pleasure to have you. I know we've uh, been following you on Instagram and all the nice uh, pictures, man. You get around and play a lot of golf, man. So in a regular calendar year, how much golf do you play and how much do you travel? Um. I, well, we just had a baby last year. So last year was a bad example. In my, <laughs> my better years, I was at least 80 to 100 rounds a year. But that was, Oof. I pulled back a lot because I just really value practice. So I, most weekends, I'll pull back. But then I go on trips and I'll do 36 for five days straight. And Whoa. Then, oh, hell no. Whoa. We're not doing that. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not doing that. <laughs> love, no, no, no. no. He, that's, that's a lot of golf in, 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 in a five-day period. That's what's up, though. I mean, I have, that's how you get it in, I guess. I have a trip that I'm hoping everything works with the world for Ireland this year, which would be seven days, 11 courses. I think it's about... 1500 miles of driving mm-hmm. between the different spots day out, you know, day in, day out and one day to just go sleep at a castle. Cause I've never done that before. <laughs> you, you, now, do you leave now with all this golf? Do you leave any time in there for drinking or, or fun? <laughs> right. you know what? I don't know. Where the strippers at, man? Where the strippers at? Oh, I see. I didn't see that. That's, that's my one thing. Most, most guys that come with me on a golf trip, they'll be like, I can't keep up with the golf. Like I'll just put every top hundred course I can find on the trip. Mm-hmm. And they'll just be like, I can't hang. You're you're doing 36. You're trying to throw in a par three in the middle of the day. It just we it's nothing but golf swings. Mm-hmm. And if you can drink and golf with me, then and you can keep up and do it. You're an Iron Man. Do what you are. You're, you're an Iron Man. Okay. Okay. The gauntlet has been thrown. All right. Nice, nice level. Well, that's cool, man. I mean, tons of golf getting. You get some great, um, great uh, work on uh, IG and Twitter. So talk a little bit about how the Boss Golfs started. The boss golf started as I just wanted to have fun online. And it was because IG was just kind of starting. And my big thing was, is how am I going to get um, the people to give me free stuff? Like they don't mm-hmm. know me. So why would anybody give me free stuff? And I was like, mm-hmm. I see other guys making jokes and everything. So I said, I'll start a page. I'm always cracking jokes on the course. And I didn't really have a nickname. I was just always Charles, mm-hmm. but I was very young and I started a company and the environment I worked in, everybody assumed that you had a doctor. If you worked, mm-hmm. um, you're a doctorate of what, whatever, what, multiple studies. Back. Yeah. What is that? What do you, what do you do? Um, well, I develop and consult on community service programs. So okay. at this time I was particularly working with churches and everybody has a doctorate and right. they assumed I had a doctorate too. And I kept telling people I'm not a doctor. Like I'm, I'm still in school. Um, I don't, you know, like I don't want you to keep saying it. I can't let it slide because then if you let it slide and people mm-hmm. say it, so people started right. saying, Oh, well you're the boss. And then they kept saying boss. And then for some reason the article stuck. So it kept being the boss, the boss, this, 
oh, the boss is going to the store, right. oh, the boss is coming down. And then nobody knew my name. They just kept referring <laughs> to me as the first name, last name boss. Not a bad name yeah. to have, by the way. I, I mean, if someone's calling you. I'm not mad yeah. at it. Yeah. I mean, Rick Ross has made a good living off of it. So I'm just like, I kept that and I threw golfs at the end. And then that just became what, I, what it stuck with me. Nice, nice. And so you decided, okay, you're going you're gonna to start these accounts and take, you know, all these pictures. So is photography also like a passion of yours? Because a lot of these pictures are really good. And so like, mm-hmm. if, yeah. if I were taking it, you know, and it, it wouldn't, <laughs> it wouldn't look the way that your pictures look. Well, so you golf, must, this must be a thing that you, that, that, that you do as well. But it's all golf driven. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to have cool screensavers of the courses <laughs> I played. So I took a photography course and I got a DSLR camera and I just really dived into it. And I just, so I started my own photo projects. I started taking pictures for people's weddings, started taking people's um, headshots. All but this because only, you wanted to, because of golf. Because I wanted better pictures. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Sounds like the kind of guy I know. That's my deal. Yeah. Yeah. And so then that led into, well, I, I like the photos here, but, and I got a GoPro and I started making my own videos. Right. And then that turned into, I better get a drone. And then I better get a better <laughs> drone. Yeah. And then you start taking classes online. And, you know, later <laughs> in about two or three months, I'm going to take my FAA. And I, oh. I just, you know, when I take the way I am about golf, whenever I get serious about something, mm-hmm. I lock in. And then it's the only thing I can do until I've done it to the highest level. You must this be, a, you must be con- related I'm to in, Vernon Brown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Brown trade, apparently, between I'm, the I'm three that I know man. right now. Including Charles, Vernon, and Rusty, mm-hmm. they all exactly what you just said is how they operate. Yeah, I mean, exactly. and, and so I was reading this book um, uh, from this guy David Epstein, the sports guy. And he was talking. The name of the book is Range, and he says that that we live in a world where everyone tries to be specialized in one thing. When when really, you know, it would be best to 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 to, to not try to focus and specialize in one thing, but to have a wide range of things. That even if for mm-hmm. six months or for, you know, 15 months, if it, one thing's your passion, you get it, you lock in, you dive deep. And when it's time to move on, you move on to the next thing. I think about, you know, Vern's kind of that way. I mean, whether it was yeah. photography and video, uh, coffee, I mean, just so many different passions. But he yeah. dives deep into all of that. And, and it kind of helps you um, overall, you know, just kind of expand, you know, who you are um, well, as a person. as you dive Being deep. here in the DMV, we lose. You can struggle through some cold winter rounds or whatever, but you essentially lose. December to maybe mid-March with quality golf and regular practice. Mm -hmm. And so I started watching this show, Forged in Fire, and I watched like the first two seasons back to back. And then next thing you know, I, in the winter, now I make knives Yeah, and I'm studying how metals (laughs) bond together. And this is like, I have to like every year, my wife buys me a class and then I have a small knife and then I made like a huge knife and then we're going to make Damascus next year. And, it just, I have to be doing something, but that break, when I return back 100% into golf, I need those breaks to, like, allow me to come back to the game refreshed. Yeah, we, yeah. We discussed this a uh, few, like, uh, maybe some months, or shoot, not, I say some months ago, like last year when we came back from, what was it, uh, Florida? Mm-hmm. We were talking about, because uh, LB was talking about retiring down, like, Florida or something like that. And for these guys who retire, I, I asked a question. I was like, man, what would it be like to have access to golf every single day would eventually would I lose a little would it lose a little bit of its luster if I could just if it was just sunny 65 I don't think so but I could see a situation where it's like uh mm-hmm. you take you take it for granted because I can do this yeah, anytime. yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, man, crazy. And so you're local to the DMV. What's your What's your local go to course practice facility? What do you like to play here? I'm, I bounce around. I used to be. I've been a member of a couple of courses, okay. but now I tend to for like a just casual round. I'll jump out to Blue Mash is a big favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I love drive the drive to Frederick is just there's a cornucopia of courses. So I spend a lot mm-hmm. of time at Musket Ridge, Worthington Manor. Mm-hmm. Uh, for practice, I live very close to Langston. So I am always chipping over in like the world's best chipping range in the DMV. <laughs> and then um, I go out to Blue Mash if I want to hit off grass turf or I'm over at Paint Branch if I want to do a little like chipping and putting, you know, get mm-hmm. some full shots in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. And so um, when it comes to all of the courses that you've had a chance to see, um, all over the world as you travel. What what are maybe two or three courses that really stand out and, and, and the reason that they stand out to you? Um, hands down, my favorite course. And I have like an Excel sheet with all the rankings and states. <laughs> it's, very, yeah, it's very detailed. <laughs> yeah. um, so when I tell you these are my favorite courses, they are like statistically, metrically my favorite courses. My favorite is Cabot Cliffs. Um, okay. For the longest time, it was Pebble. But Cabot mm-hmm. Cliffs does everything that Pebble does well, big just as well. And then the stuff that Pebble doesn't do well, Cabot Cliffs does an amazing job. Where's so, Where's Cabot? Cliffs? Yeah, isn't that North? That's That's in Nova Scotia and Canada. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it yeah, is I get a, emails. I get emails from those people all the time, and I and really? I had to look it up because I didn't know where I didn't know where it was. Have you ever been there? Yeah. No. I don't know how I, I don't know how I got in the mailing list, but I get emails all the time. Well, if you've ever been to a... Bandon or Sand Valley, if you've ever looked into those courses, they're mm-hmm. all the same Kaiser family. Okay. Oh, so um, maybe maybe you played at a Kaiser course. And so they, but that course. <laughs> so if you've ever been to Bandon, um, Bandon Trails is like the inland course, and that course is phenomenal. For well, all the other courses on the water, it's all inland and it's mind blowing. Mm-hmm. The same person that designed that designed Cabot Cliffs but they had the cliff sides of Pebble Beach. So you Pebble Beach, only 12 holes on Pebble Beach are great, right. are good, but they're mind-blowing, those mm-hmm. 12 holes. The rest of the right. holes, it might even only be like technically eight holes, but they're just so good, you're just like, I forgot about that mm-hmm. very mediocre muni that happened for about five holes in a row. Ah, <laughs> right. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> but Cabot Cliffs takes no breaks. So that's my number okay. one. Okay. Um, two is Pebble mm-hmm. because it's Pebble, and it, it it really those eight to ten holes are probably astonishing. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you could never make that course anywhere else because they would never allow that type of land to be used in that way. Right. Um, and then probably Kivera and Cabo San Lucas comes in probably at my third. Okay. I have some others that might dip around, but I got married there. It, it was like I. I could literally look over my wife's shoulder and see the golf course. Were you doing that a lot during the ceremony? <laughs> it helps. It helps. There's a lot of standing. The worst decision. I tell every guy get married, that's getting married, I tell them the exact same advice. Do not play the day of your wedding. You think it's a good idea to play the day of your wedding, <laughs> but you lose your legs and you stand for an incredibly yeah. long period of time. Did you, did you do that? Is, is this yeah, advice from experience? Yeah. I, I played the day of, 
And okay. I remember there was a point where my knees were like shaking and I was not <laughs> nervous about getting married. I was just like, I'm not going to make it. Right. right. So it I'm was, exhausted. Yeah, was there a point but, during the ceremony where you were gazing out on the golf course and you weren't paying attention and it was your time to speak, but you didn't know what they were asking you to say? <laughs> it didn't get that bad, but there was a point where, you know, you can like focus your eyes mm -hmm. and look at somebody, but you can really be looking behind them. Looking mm -hmm. It was a clear moment where I was like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is my dream. Like I literally got to play golf the morning of my wedding, and it, and it's all cliff size. The only thing I don't like about it is I love courses and golf course architecture where courses are walkable and still right. astonishing. That course, there's like a five minute golf cart ride you have to take up a cliff, but once you get to the cliffs, you're just hitting shots off the edge of cliffs. So it's not natural, but it's beautiful. It's a great vacation. Mm -hmm. I've got another question. I'm going to turn things over to Vern. Uh, uh, but was there ever a course that you were looking forward to playing? And then when you got there, you were like, oh, I don't know. I'm not feeling it. Yeah, that actually happened to me. I'm trying to think of where I played. For me, locally, year. it was Bully Rock, to be honest with you. See, and that's the thing. I didn't like Bully Rock when I first played it. Okay. But the problem is, is I only played Bully Rock in the winter because that's when they had their discounted rate. <laughs> right. And then I played it after they had softened it. Now it's actually my probably my go-to course, which is quite a drive. Mm -hmm. Yes. I really understand Pete Dye and what he's going for. And so as I understand why it's a top 50 course and I understand why people don't like it and mm. think it shouldn't be a top 50 course. It's a top 50 course in Maryland because if you stand back and you look at each hole, it is special. Like there's, there, it doesn't take breaks. There's something open and expansive and moving and there's a challenge to it. The problem that people have is, is that when they think of a top 100 course, if it's not Pebble, it's almost like why should it's, – it's, it's ranked uh, so high right, that you right. can't really appreciate it. So, like, my go-to course is Worthington. In the Frederick courses, Worthington's mm -hmm. kind of like the deal. Mm -hmm. But to me, Worthington's the best course. It has the most space. It has the most expansive views. It presents mm -hmm. the most challenge. It's very and, challenging. And so it has all those things, and the conditions are always top-notch. Bully Rock has expansive views. You don't see, you barely see homes on it after you get past the first three holes. Yep. It, it's a walkable course. It's challenging. It has expansive, you, you know, like everything you have rolling terrain, water yep. on some holes. Mm -hmm. It has all the components. The only thing is, though, is that it tells everybody when you walk in, it's the best course in Maryland. And you're like, well, I like, I don't know about the best course. There's, mm -hmm. there's another mm -hmm. course. And it's like, oh, and it's also like, it used to be, I think, 56 in America. And then you're like, 56? I played another course in Georgia that was better than that. And you're like, mm -hmm. you're comparing it against, like, it has to be Pebble. And it's like, no, we're just the best public course in Maryland. Okay. And on the metrics of it, it does all the things all the Maryland courses say they do. But it does it in Maryland, which is your backyard. Because when I talk mm -hmm. to people from other areas, they always are like, no, nah, that course shouldn't be. Like in, oh, really? in Ohio, I've mm -hmm. had people tell me, oh, the Virtues? That's not a top tier course. It's great, but it's not that. And I'm, when I played it the first time, I was like, this is a top 100 course. Mm -hmm. It's everything. Everything you mm -hmm. want. Right. It's just that you live 30 minutes right. from it, right. and you're like, oh, you know, something's mm -hmm. always better outside. Right. So, Makes sense. <laughs> Sorry to make that whole thing. I mean, I asked you a question, then I made it about me, and we just talked. I tend to do that from time to time. I'm sorry I, I about that. So, something you were disappointed about, by. I, I, felt, I felt the same way about Bully Rock until I really got to, like, I, I went there in the right time and season and just mm -hmm. walked it and saw it. And I was like, oh, I get this. Um, a course that let me down 
that I went to play, let me try to think of something um, that people talked about. Oh, um, The Loop in Forest okay. Dunes in Michigan. That was probably my biggest okay. letdown over, if I looked at the last five years of courses, right? it's that reversible 18 that Tom Doak did in Michigan. Yeah, everybody. It's in the top hundred. People rant, rant and rave about it. Oh, it's great. It's not. Didn't do mm-hmm. it for you. What? What? What was the problem? It's flat. It barely moves. The only quirk to it is, is that the, somebody will tell you, see that little mound of dirt over there? That's a tee box. And then you can hit the ball the other way tomorrow. And I was like, but I don't like hitting it this way. <laughs> so, me hitting the, and you know, you can see like the idea of it is smart. And I, right. I think they're thinking about doing that idea with Tom Doak at um, Haynes Point, which it, it'll be Ooh. great for that course. Mm-hmm. But if you've played Haynes Point, it's about as flat as you can get for a yeah. course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So playing it in either direction is the same thing as playing it in one direction, right. which is right. what happens yeah. with that course. It, and it takes two spots in the top 100. It's one course. They're just like, well, now you got to look at it. It's, where, it's a rank 78 playing it this way, but it's ranked mm-hmm. 79. Playing, I'm like, no, <laughs> you got it, you got it, you got it. you're not going to fool me. And so that was, that was a big letdown. Cause I, I disrupted a good trip to pick off a course that would have been better right. to make sure I played that course. And then uh, I played it and I was like, I can't believe this wouldn't pass executive nine standards. Mm-hmm. Like, dang, Oh, this dang, is just the exact nice. Me and my friends hang out. You would, if you live there, you would never play. Wow. Mm-hmm. Carlton. <laughs> okay. uh, so so i wanted to ask uh i mean again i sent you this uh yesterday for those who didn't know because i just wanted to think about it but what when you talk to these private because you've like you played did you play wingfoot i did yeah yeah you played some of these like really really nice private courses when you talk to some of the members what are there is there a consistent thing that they say they like uh like like a thing that you hear all the time from every individual member like well my club has this and it's like well you know all of them have this like a common thread that runs through Conditions, uh, why, conditions why these guys like the joint condition and, and i i phrase it because i and i've said this on the show before is you know the first time having charles on but I, I have some sort of weird thing with private courses where i like seeing the pictures on on instagram and i like i'm like man this is beautiful and amazing but there's this I mean, this maybe says more about me there's this thing in me where i'm like i was like eh, it's, yeah, sure it's amazing for you it's not it's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. It's not even even a resort course. I can accept like if it's expensive, cool. I can pay money, go stay there, play this nice course like the one that, like the one in uh, Cabo San Lucas or something. But um, it, I don't know. It's, it, maybe I'm jealous. It just makes me feel bad that like I get all cool. these beautiful pictures of courses. And it's like, well, only if you know somebody can you get in. But look how look how badass this thing is that we got back here that you can't get to. I'm like, well, damn. What's up? Well, I'll say it this way because I've been a member of private courses and okay. I've been not a member of private courses. Like I, I've jumped in and out of memberships based on what's going on with my life. And the, the perks, the original perks of being in a private club was essentially breeding my children know your children and we want to be exclusive. And that, and then from that country clubs came out because yeah. country clubs don't exist anywhere else in the world. There's maybe like, 10 other courses in the world that follow the American model for private courses. All private courses around the world have particularly days that they allow non-members to play. Uh So, you know, there's, there's, and there's great courses that are private around the world, but they don't do this game of you can't play it. They fund their courses based on people wanting to pay it and then giving priority to their members. That makes Mm -hmm. sense. So uh, the American format for private courses isn't one that is something the rest of the world has signed on to. Mm. Then on top of that, 
private courses are great to say we all have the means to play at this tier of a course. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of private courses that are not worth what they're paying for, but it's the status. Right. Mm-hmm. I get to say, you know, it's like if, if somebody's going to say, I'm going to buy the Mercedes whatever class, and that's the, and there's plenty of other cars that can get you from point A to B that also look nice. Right. But that Mercedes says something about you to a certain person that looks at that particular aspect of who you are. Right, 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 right. That to be said, there are private courses that are so phenomenal that I understand why their members are like, you want this. Okay. This is a perfect example for me. I just last year was able to play RTJ for the first time. I played Stonewall countless times. Uh-huh. And Stonewall in Virginia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's not, yeah. not West Virginia. Stonewall in Gainesville. Yeah, yeah. yeah Gainesville. Yeah, we, we Gainesville. So, okay. mm-hmm. um, there's a you get a little peak of RTJ from Stonewall. You get a little mm-hmm. um, where you can see it. You're it's like across the lake. Yeah, across the lake, and you kind of yeah. look at yeah. it like hey, it's got a lake hole. We got a lake hole. This is good. <laughs> and I always yeah. wanted to play there <laughs> until I met somebody that let me play there, and then I was like, oh they should never let anybody from Stonewall see this and think that this is all on the same lake because right? mm. it's totally different. It's, it's that different. It's the, the, the vastness. And, and Stonewall is one of my favorite courses. It's always well-maintained. It's beautiful. Mm. It moves. It does everything. It's mm. in the DMV. It would be in my easily in my top 12 uh, courses okay. in the DMV. Okay. It sounds so. It sounds like it may be closer to twelve because I mean the only reason you do a top twelve is because it's got. I didn't want to say top fifteen. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. So I know. So it's not in the top six. It's yeah. in the top it's, twelve it's, because the range is probably closer to eight to twelve. Or yeah, well, and this is the it, it, it's probably twelve, in, in yeah. the yeah. which is not bad. I mean, it's a lot of courses. which is not because yeah. there's probably I could probably name twenty five courses and sure you would never rank them on the same list. That's how different, okay. vastly okay. different they are. Stonewall's practice facilities are, no, I mean, RTJ's practice facilities are better than the entirety of Stonewall. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's nothing against okay. Stonewall. Like I said, no. I like it, but no. their practice facilities, if somebody said like, man, you have to drive an hour and 20 minutes just to hit range balls at Stonewall mm-hmm. at, um, at RTJ, or you can play three free rounds at Stonewall <laughs> I'd be like, I'm going to go ahead and hit that practice range. You say I got like an hour, then I got to get out of town. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. And right. some places are like that. I played wing foot this year. Mm. Wing foot. I, I played wing foot. I fought really hard to get to play there. It involved me paying an unbelievably large amount of money to play there. Mm-hmm. And like a distance that I've never played for money. I drove up, I drove up to New York. Oh, wow. Played 36 holes right. and drove back. I mm-hmm. love the experience. I'd never do it again. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, between the 36 holes, Wingfoot is one of the best courses you've ever played. Really? Individually, the course that they played the U.S. Open on, the front nine you wouldn't care about. The conditions are phenomenal. Right. I've never seen conditions where you're just like, that is that rough is deep and immaculate. Like mm-hmm. I, I am frustrated because I can't get my pitching wedge to get me back into the fairway. Right. It's so thick, but it is wow. so pristine and perfect. And I love Tillinghast and his architecture, but I, we, we, most of the people I play with the front nine, you're just like, 
man, it's like if they took really good care of my local course, grew them up, <laughs> it's a good hang. But then the back nine turns on, and then the east course is really good. When, so collectively, there's 18 phenomenal holes. I just had to play 36 mm-hmm. holes, and then still drive back. So it was like five hours up, play all day on the hottest day in New York, get spend all my extra money on in the pro shop buying as much wingfoot stuff i could find mm-hmm. and then driving back i was tired <laughs> all yeah. one day and i was just like i don't know man I gotta <laughs> use these. but it was the experience and the course is great it's, it's there's no knock on it it's just you just like i was saying about bully rock i had built it up like man you're in the top 10 in america for courses you're top 30 in the world yeah. And I, the expectations were so high that when I got mm-hmm. there, I was like, man, this hole doesn't do magic, though. Mm-hmm. Like, Never right. meet your heroes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's one so. thing I'm afraid of, because I have this fixation in my mind with uh, Beth Page Black. Um, and But have you played there before? And I feel like I, I, and I, I don't want to go there and then all of a sudden. You won't be let down. Okay, okay. Same, okay. same designer. Mm-hmm. I'd play, if somebody said, man, you can come back and play Wingfoot for free, or you got to pay the full rate at Beth Page Black. I pay the full rate for Beth Page Black. Mm. It's, 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 I think either the five or six of my top courses that I've ever played. Wow. I, I love it. Now I played with another guy and he was like, this course is I, right. And I was mm. like, I don't know what you're talking about. This course is, <laughs> this course it is, is very you know. personal though. I mean, it is, it is, it does depend on yeah. the person. Everybody's mm-hmm. got their own thing. Because we, we've, we've had that here where, you know, um, you know, you could take Waverly Woods, you know, some yeah. of us mm-hmm. were like, yo, this is really slept on. It's a really good course. And I was like, eh, yeah, I, I, I agree on the slept on list. Like, yeah, it's it, yeah, it's a really good course. It's slept Maryland on. to me, from all of my travels, if you take the collection from Frederick to Waverly to Blue Mash, that make a little triangle there, mm-hmm. um, and, and maybe throw in like presidential based on the day. Okay. I would easily tell you it is the most slept on state in the U.S. Nice. Outside, they, like everybody knows, Wisconsin's public golf is phenomenal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it has eight top hundred courses within an hour of each other. But Maryland, you could you could have a casual vacation and just be like, oh, I was in Frederick and I played four very, very solid courses. Mm-hmm. And then either I went an hour north and picked off Bully Rock or I went 45 minutes south and played Blue Mash. You could have a really surprisingly good, like, guys trip. Mm-hmm. If you invite a whole bunch of guys from outside of the state, they just be like, "These right, are all right. really nice." Yep, yeah, yep. yep. If we didn't live here, yeah, yes, <laughs> we'd have a greater appreciation for it, right? Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's are true. there any courses now that you're still chasing down that you got to get that you want to get to? My drop the phone, leave my own funeral to play is Pine <laughs> Valley. If I could play Pine <laughs> Valley, that's that's my game changer. Mm-hmm. Where's um, that one? I don't even know that name. Uh, Jersey, Jersey. Okay. Um, just it's it's the number one course in America. It it wrestles with Augusta. Um, so whenever I'm thinking about like what am I going to do to get on a course, right? That is a course where somebody could say, "Give me a ridiculous amount of money and I'll let you play it once," and I'd be like, "That the amount I pay for Wingfoot, yeah. I would pay just to play Pine Valley once." Which I was like, the only reason I did for Wingfoot because I was playing 36, and I was like, I'm gonna not. Pine Valley is like that, and they can tell me I gotta tip my caddy some ridiculous amount of money. I'd be like, yeah, let's just get this done. Right. 
Like, if you tell me a month out, I won't even play golf. I'll just be on the range getting ready to play Pine Valley. Um, <laughs> and then, so there's a few courses where I'm just like, they, and I've told my family, like, this is the short list. There's a local list, and then there's, like, the national list that if somebody says we've opened up an opportunity for you to play this course, I will sleep in the car. I'll leave immediately. I'll, I'll cancel work. Like, I'll, <laughs> I'm gonna, like I, I, will, I will make it. I will be there when you say I have to be there. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so uh, that's my number one. One day in my lifetime, I'll figure out my way there. Have you, have you played uh, Band and Dunes as well? That's one yes. of that and Beth plays back on my two. It's like, man, I've got it. It's Bandon Dunes is the best golf facility America has to offer. Mm. And that's, and like I, I say that clearly over Pebble Beach. Right. Like Pebble Beach is great, but for a cost and experience, like if you want to have a great guys trip, take you, your best friends, and go to Beth Pitt and go to Bandon Dunes. And five courses now, which is now making me want to go back. All of them, except one, are on the coastline. Mm. One time that I almost thought I was going to die trying to hit a shot is because I put my foot on the edge of a cliff to try to hit a ball back into play. And when I stepped up, the little piece of rock fell down, and it was at least a good 75 feet to the bottom. Whoa. Go ahead and just Um, move that. Go ahead and just move that. Yeah, man, you don't have to hit the kid. When I stepped on it, I thought it was fine. But when I walked away, it was kind of like crumbling. I was like – yeah. Oh, okay, so I'm gonna play this game differently from now on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got, some, even you got some great friends, man. Who <laughs> so, that, that, the facility, and that's the one thing I'll say is oh, the man. Kaiser family. What they've done with golf, they have Sand Valley, phenomenal um, addition to any kind of um, Wisconsin trip. They have Cabot Cliffs. So if you want to have a great experience, they're about to build a third course out there. Right. But they're 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 crown jewel is Band and Dunes, which has five courses. The sand, the sheep ranch will be in the top 100 and be well worth it. I haven't played it, but I've seen the images. You, you can't put that much coastline and rolling topography, and you got to shoot it over a cliff to another cliff. And, I, you know, like all of that before people are like, well, you just, you got all the points, so we'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. And I think all of their courses will be in the top, at least top 30 um, courses in America will all be at one facility. And yeah. at a slightly, you, you play it during the right time of the year, which you could technically even play it in January. You just don't get to play 36. And it's not crazy. You're playing it at least half the rate of Pebble. And if you play whatever you pay for the first round, you pay right. half the per, the T rate for the next course on the next one. And if you play three wow. in the same day, you get the third round free. So mm-hmm. when I played, I drove 10 hours from Sacramento to um, Bandon, Oregon, played 36 plus the 13, which it's a phenomenal, just 13 beautiful short course. You don't keep score. You're okay. just hitting shots and looking at the ocean. And it's, it's almost like a video game, how some of the shots are built out. Then the next day, played um, another 36 through the putting kind of like Himalayas that they have there, yeah. through that end. And then drove back home 10 hours and called it a trip. The facilities were nice, pretty much like a guy's club. Uh-huh. And the one thing everybody's talking about is, what was your, what's your order? Give me your one to four. Now it'll be one to five. Like, And that's all everybody's talking about is how great mm-hmm. all the courses are and how you feel bad to give any one of them mm. a low position because you're that's like, I had – they're all great. Right. So. Yeah, yeah, nice. 
Before uh, I let you go, I see this spinning helmet in the background. Is that a Rams helmet? It is. Are you a Rams fan? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I know. I <laughs> think is that we all have one job, and that's to make sure Tom Brady doesn't get a Super Bowl. So if right, and I've never been. I'm like never been a Brady fan, but I find myself becoming a Brady fan just because of his greatness. It's it's weird, and and I'm always the dude who's opposite. Like everybody loved Michael Jordan, uh, whatever. You know, I mean, he's goat, yes, but uh, you know, I don't really you know. That's how so, I feel about Tom Brady. But I find myself, I mean, and then after the game yesterday, Tom Brady in normal Tom Brady, you know, fashion. I'll let you go. I'm sorry, we're getting on a tangent. He goes to the sidelines right after the game. He looks up in the stands. He asks the security guard, "Hey, can I can I say hi to my son?" Like yeah. you're Tom Brady, the goat. You're going to the Super Bowl. You don't have to ask anybody for anything. But he goes, "Hey, is it okay if I say hi to my son?" I'm like, yeah. "Who hates this? How can I? How can I hate him any longer?" <laughs> he says, uh, you know what? I've never hated him, and I personally, as a Rams fan, have grievances against his time with the Patriots. <laughs> so like, I have like, I've really, right? I've, yeah, that's true. On the on the yeah. I think on the fourth Super Bowl, I was kind of like, "Well, I I just can't live my life as a hater. I may not want him to get more, but I won't live my life just." <laughs> Like I control still, my life anymore. <laughs> somebody, they're still like, man, I don't like LeBron. You're like, why don't you like LeBron? Well, you remember when he was a child, he made that decision. <laughs> I can't, I'll never forgive him for that. I'm like, exactly. he was like 19 when he did that. Right. 19, yeah. I know people 19, who are still upset. Had... I remember people who are still upset because LeBron, uh, in one of the pre- uh, post-game press conference after the playoff loss, he was like, well, you know, I'm going to be fine. People who have something negative to say about me, they're going to go back home to their miserable little lives and right. I'm going to yeah. go on yeah. vacation tomorrow. And yeah. like, but he was a kid, like, like and, and he didn't know how to take that criticism. You know what I mean? If and, he gave you know, me at 18 a hundred million dollars and was like, Charles, um, please flex as humbly as possible for the rest of your life. I'd be like, personally, it's going to take me about five years of saying the dumbest things in the world. To calm down. And all of it. Yeah. Yeah. You have no, so like, and I'm not, I'm I'm, I'm a Lakers fan. I was, I started being a LeBron fan after, especially after Cleveland won. He won in Cleveland. But before that, I was just like, Hold on, am I still upset that he decided not to play in Cleveland? I don't care about Cleveland. Right, he, right. He broke some owner's heart. They, they weren't best friends. They didn't. He's not obligated to work. And by the way, and I love this whole movement where the players are realizing that wait, 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 we're the talent here. Wait a minute, mm-hmm. we command all the attention and the money. Exactly. I'm gonna play where I want to play. I'm gonna play with who I want to play with. And if I'm mm-hmm. done playing in in Sacramento, I'm I'm gonna go play in Atlanta because I want to be in Atlanta for three years. And then you know what? Now I'm gonna transfer, go somewhere. I'm gonna go to the New York Knicks mm-hmm. and play in New York. I love that they're taking ownership of of their talent because they're they're the product and yes. and they need to capitalize on their own stuff. It's totally different it's than any other sport. You we see their faces. Mm-hmm. There's only five of them on the court. Only two or three of them got like star quali- qualities to them. So yep. take that, sell that, move that, mm-hmm. so it means something for you, and live the life you want. How am I going to say, like, man, you should suffer with my team? Um, <laughs> right. It would make me happy to have you here. You know, the owners haven't done anything in twenty years. It would make right. me happier. It's like, no, man. Why wouldn't you want to go to Miami? <laughs> Right. right. Yeah, no, exactly. 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 100%. Right. That's well. Charles, man, it's been a pleasure having you on the uh, uh, program. We got to get you back on, man. You, I, I feel, guys, I, we don't say this about everyone, but I feel a repeat guest here, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. the Golf DMV yeah. community. We've got to have you on more. You can follow him. We have to ball. tee it up, too, but we're not playing 36. Well, <laughs> yeah. LB, I think Vern and I would do it. Vern, we'll do it, right? We'll I'll, do, I'll do a 36. Yeah. I, I'll go 36. With you. And we, and, and, five we, days we, in a row. But. but Probably not five days, but we'll get Aaron out, yeah. too, because Aaron is the only oh, other Aaron person that's really oh, about yeah. that life. Like, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. the guy we play with. He told When we met him, he listened to the show. He was like, yeah, man, you know, 
He lives in like uh like way down south Virginia, Fredericksburg somewhere. He was like, I'll drive anywhere. P P P V dies seven in the morning. Here six in the morning. Real quick before we get you off, or uh, before you leave the show, uh, uh, uh early like tea times when it's like summertime. You you're an early guy. You like at eight o'clock tea time. Cause I'm max mm-hmm. like I want the sun just cresting when I'm tea- first tea time. <laughs> there we go. I'm first tea yeah. time out. I, I I love my old schedule used to be all my work used to be on the west coast. So I would get up first thing in the morning, uh-huh. get full practice session in, play 36, buy my, um, play 36, and maybe just be getting to like one o'clock. And the West Coast would be like, oh, you're not in the office yet? And I was like, so mm. I got a really good, strong <laughs> feeling for like, if you get morning golf, it leaves your whole day open. The wife exactly. loves happy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Family's yeah. happy. Everybody's like, oh, if you drop a tea time at 10 or 11, no, get out of don't here. Yeah, you can't do no. nothing for the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah you're done. I don't yeah. want anything to do with that. Yeah. All right, there we go. You can follow him on uh, The Boss Golf. He'll be back on the show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much, Charles, for your time, man. It's great yeah, talking to you absolutely. guys. I can't wait to play with you. Let's definitely get out there this season. It's Golf DMV. Yeah, guys, that's, that's, that was a fun interview, man. Uh, mm-hmm. I like yeah. Charles. Hopefully we can get out and yeah. play with him and, uh, you know, and, and yeah, he can get us on some of these exclusive courses if he can. Yeah, we're going to have him back on the show tell him, you know, get, get some more stories about playing at some of these, these private places. Get a lot of insight into it. He seems to really know golf, uh, golf architecture. Yeah, really, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. It was yeah. cool. It was, I mean, and, and, and again, we talked about it in the interview, you know, you know, the way he does it, the way you do this thing too, Vern, where you guys just kind of dive deep, you know, yeah, into things. It's very admirable, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. I don't dive that deep into anything. Yeah. <laughs> Being around Vernon Charles actually shows how shallow I actually am as a person. Like, I, like I'm I'm more wide than deep, actually, you know, wide, <laughs> but not really deep into anything. Yeah, like, it works well because you, you know everybody. That's what I'm saying. You know everybody, you got a lot of contacts, you know everybody. Yeah, you know, yeah. Bring, I like to know smart people. Together. Yeah, uh, yeah, I like to know a lot of smart people and yeah. not stay dumb. And just do the things I like to do and laugh and joke and just kind of be, you know, uh, the, the, the conduit. The so we'll see. All right, folks. So anything else on the golf DMV list? I think we covered everything. Um, I think that's everything. One quick question. Did you all finish the Tiger uh, docu- documentary, unauthorized documentary? Y'all I haven't even seen that? it. Haven't even seen oh, it. Oh, you stay on that? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Shallow. Uh, wide, not deep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not yet. I'm going I'm I'm to try to get to it. Okay. No, I was, I was just curious if you had all had to finish that off yet, but that's – Guess not. And and a and, uh, little inside baseball uh, behind the curtain. Vern, you had something last week that we didn't get to. Yeah, right? the title thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's, that. that's, yeah, that's yeah, that's all I had. So uh, it was basically uh, Tylus is uh, moving in on Taylor Mead's corner, right? So at the Sony, mm-hmm. I was surprised to learn there was a, I think golf.com put out an article about the most played driver there. And it was actually the Titleist TSI. This goes to our conversation mm-hmm. we just had about gear, what gear you should get. Mm-hmm. And of course, over, I did the same thing you did, Claude, where I heard this and I was like, oh, I need one of these. I have to get one of these. <laughs> so, and this surprised me because if you guys know, you know, for anybody listening, if you didn't know, TaylorMade has pretty much been the king of drivers for mm-hmm. as long as I've been playing, since, since like 2010. Um, and apparently, and this isn't new. They said, so I read the article. So Titleist TSI has continued to make noise in Hawaii at the Sony Open two weeks ago as the most played driver. Of the 47 in play, uh, 43 were the uh, TSI 2, 3, and 4. And it's worth noting that 14 of the people played it with no agreement. With wow. No agreement. So, wow. Yeah, so they chose okay. to play it because they, it was winning head-to-head testing battles. Um, it was intru- introduced, I think, in September at the Safeway Open. And it's, it's basically been uh, climbing up the, the usage mm-hmm. rate, I guess, in the tournaments since then, displacing TaylorMade. So that's what I said. I said, TaylorMade got, wow. got something to watch out for because Tyler's just moved in on your turf here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. which are sim drivers the, the ball and the driver now exactly 
Exactly. Yeah. So I now thought this, I thought that sim was was kicking butt though, because well, at least let me phrase it this way: the commercials, every commercial you see is yes. is almost for the sim. So I yeah. just assumed they was. Uh, yeah, no. See, Tyler said you can spend all that money on uh, advertising, but we out here winning, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> well, and, and and that's what's crazy, you know. I mean, you see that, and then a, a bunch, you know, and it's been this way for years now. A bunch of us weekend players, recreational players, they play tailor made like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I and, and like LB said, you know, with one of the other drivers, I've tried. Tailor made irons and can't, I can't do anything with it. I can't mm-hmm. a, at all. Yeah, yeah. I I, I tried Tailor made one set of Tailor made irons and it's for me. It's for as much as I love the driver, didn't do did nothing. The irons really mm-hmm. didn't do anything for me. Uh, and that, that's when I just I think I had the Nike irons until I get I got rid of those or whatever. So, um, yeah, that was pretty much it. Oh no, I did. Oh, I'll tell you this really quick, really quick. Uh, golfers, it was was a game recognized game. Golfers helping golfers. I had that on the list. So basically, so I went to go ship. I went to the UPS store to ship my my Scotty Cameron, right? So mm-hmm. I walk in, walk into the UPS store. There's a uh, an uh, elderly, uh, a white gentleman at the front. Looks like Arlie Army, who's if those who don't know from Apocalypse Now. Uh-huh. So he's sitting up front doing something on the computer. He doesn't even move. I walk to the desk. There's a young lady there. There's a middle aged woman to my right working. Uh, store's empty. Pull the putter out. You know what do we got to do? Blah blah blah. Shit. And um, she measures it. The young lady measures the. You know, she's oh, golf putter, and the the old older gentleman up front, um, you know, he he hears the measurements. I guess she overhears him say, "Oh, it's long." Mm-hmm. And then they say, "What is it?" And he hears the word "putter," and he mm-hmm. kind of perks up, and he's like, oh, "Okay, he's oh, it's putter." And so he so he yells from the front of the store, "Get get box A two or whatever." He just tells her immediately what box to get. <laughs> <laughs> he just boxes. So they go get the box. They get the wrong box. So they get the wrong box, and he's still again. He's way up at the front of the store. hasn't turned around yet. hasn't picked his head up. Um, and her and the other, the, the middle-aged woman now are trying to like, I had this thing bubble wrap to hell, like way bubble right. wrap. So I'm not worried about them, but they're trying to put it in the wrong box. that's a little bit bigger. So the putter slides to the, to the floor mm-hmm. and he hears them sort of struggling. Uh-huh. And he's like, what are you guys doing? So he gets up, he ambles <laughs> over, takes his, uh, takes his, you know, readers down or whatever comes to the front. And he, and he said, let me see, let me see. And he pulls the putter. He's like, how are you doing, sir? He's like, oh, you, know, uh, you know, he asked me something, something about golf. I was like, yeah, I play. He's like, I am me too. Blah, blah. And he looked and he saw, he saw the handle. Take mm-hmm. Cameron, <laughs> and he said, "Oh, this is Scotty Cameron here." I was like, "Yeah." He's, he's like, "Where are you sending this to?" I was like, "To the custom lab." And he immediately took the young girl. He's like, "Get out, move, excuse me, excuse me." <laughs> he's like, "Look," he said. He's like, "You guys are dropping this on the floor. I didn't tell you to get the A one box. I told you to get the A six box. You got to get that box." He said, "You know, this thing costs a lot of money." So he, he goes, he tells you her, he doesn't, "Get out of here." He doesn't go get it. He tells her, "He said, go give me the A six." She's like, "Oh, okay." So and you better like, not come back out here with an A one. I swear to God, if you come back out here with an A one, I'm gonna fire you. You better come here with an A six. The teenager's driving like, nervous. She just like doesn't even understand why his whole demeanor has changed. She's like, "What is this?" She's like, "I can do it." He's like, "No, no, no, I, no, I got it. this thing costs a lot." So he's so like, he, "No, you can't. You've proven you can't do this. No, you can't." Go get the box. So she she comes back with the box and um so so he uh, you know he starts taping the bottom and the, and it fits perfectly from like around but it's still a little bit tall and I'm like cool okay. you know, just put some paper in there so he puts it in there and he's like bring me the box cutter and so the middle aged woman she's like what are you doing he's like I'm gonna cut the box he's like you put a cost a lot of money cost a lot of customize he doesn't need to be paying for us to be shipping air which I appreciate I didn't right. say anything yeah. and so then the middle aged lady him a box then the middle aged lady has it in her mind to say she's like uh, she's like well I mean we're not supposed to cut the boxes she said bring this my store I can cut the boxes if I want to cut the box. I said, <laughs> so she brings him the box cutter again this is, it makes it funny because he's so old. he's just he's very particular <laughs> he brings the box cutter he quickly just slices and dices like I can't see mm-hmm. what he's doing because he has it kind of behind his back when he turns around 
the whole hat, the top like third of the box, whatever that was all aired space is gone. And there's these like custom flaps he did. He's got it all taped off. He's like, see, ego. He's like, this is going right out to California, right? I was like, yeah. He's like, then we sat there and had like a five minute conversation about what golf courses we like to play. I just love that he like from the time he he got up because it was a putter. Like, okay, let me just help this guy out. He's like, this got a camera. It's a level of interest. He had no interest in you at all when you walked None. in. You heard Putter, yep. got his yeah. attention, and I'm going to help out a little bit. Then yeah. saw Scotty Cameron, no one touched this, touches this right. to me, and you guys better get this right. Go get this, get the box. I'm going to make him a box. I'm going to make a box yes. for this club. And I told him, I, I was very thankful. I was told him I was just appreciative of the customer service of like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm not going to make you pay for this extra, you know, uh, a paper that we got to put in here. That alone was enough, but the comedy was, was the best. He got very, very serious in particular. And so, and so you get six. Br- what are you doing? Again, Brenda, I don't, Brenda, I don't know what you're thinking. He's going to tell that he owns a store. You can't, we're not supposed to cut the boxes. It's my store. I've only cut the boxes. I'll cut the boxes. <laughs> <laughs> and he got the flex on the employee. He did. Just flexing on them. Ah, that's wild. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, folks. Golf DMV brought to you by uh-huh. Cash A Spy Sports. Go to golfdmv.com uh, uh, for more information on uh, Dr. Uh, Smith. We'll catch up with everybody next week. Hey folks, this is LB from Golf DMV. As many of you know, I've had neck and lower back issues for a while, but I found a chiropractor who's been able to keep me in the game. Her name is Dr. Smith at Cache Sport and Spine. She's conveniently located in Silver Spring, Maryland, just outside the Beltway. Dr. Smith has made a huge difference in my flexibility and pain management. If you need a chiropractor, do yourself a favor and contact Dr. Smith and her staff at 301-641-5693 or online at CacheSportSpine.com the official chiropractor of Golf DMV.